What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Harvester Sports Podcast. Wow, that was a wild wave. Yeah, sorry. Hello. Yeah, usually I'm cropped in on just me during this part. Sorry. You, that's don't that's put me in there. there. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I'm usually hiding. <laughs> I thought I could do whatever I want. Yeah, usually. Okay, I guess we're starting. <laughs> uh, this is episode 75, perhaps. Perhaps it's 76. It's one of the two. Probably 75. But 75. But we're your hosts. Uh, I'm Noah. I'm Austin. One big storyline that some of us are following through this season is that close friend of the podcast, David Carr, even though he doesn't like to be called that, but (laughs) close friend of the podcast, David Carr, has a record that's potentially in jeopardy. And so we're going to be... Buckle up now, folks. We're going to be monitoring that throughout the season a little bit. Mm -hmm. NFL record for being sacked the most times in a season, DC8 holds it with 76. Yeah. Not a record you want to have, by the way. We're going to put that out there. <laughs> Not one that you shoot for, but one that once you get it, you want to hold on you to it. You want to hold on to it for you sure. Like, you you don't want to go through all that pain for nothing. Yeah, you want to be a warning to other quarterbacks, other young guys. We've talked with him about it a lot, and we've kind of all said, like, no, there's no way anybody ever beats it. Like, it, there's just no way. But now— And even with a, even with adding one more game to the, to the schedule— We thought it couldn't be done. Still thought it couldn't be done. That being said, four games into the season— we have two quarterbacks that are on pace to blow out DCA's record. <laughs> and we have we have one that's close behind. So three potential suitors for the for the for the crown. With twenty-two sacks after four games, Daniel Jones is on pace for ninety-three and a half sacks this season. With twenty-four sacks after four games, Sam Howell is on pace for a hundred two sacks this season. <laughs> and then in third place, we have Justin Fields has 17, which puts him on pace for 72.2 sacks this season. So we have three guys that are on pace to break. And not just like the the front two front runners, not just barely break it, to blow it out of the water with a 90 and a 100. That is insane. We thought 76 was going to stay forever. We thought it was going to be a warning. Here's what you don't want to happen to your quarterback. But these guys are coming to prove something. <laughs> So with those two guys that are both really close right now, who do you think has the better shot at finishing the year with? Well, do you think either of them will break it? And which of those two guys do you think has the better chance of finishing the year with more sacks between Sam Howell and Daniel Jones? I think Sam Howell has the better chance to break it. Which is also a really rough and wild, a yeah. kind of a wild thing to be predicting. Yeah, I feel there's nobody, like we said, no one wants to hold this record, but... I think Sam Howell does have the better chance. The Giants' all line's banged up right now. I really hope Dan doesn't keep going on this path. 11 sacks just last week. I think Sam Howell's got it in the bag. If Sam Howell keeps it up, which is awful, right, if you keep getting sacked that much, but I think out of the two, he's got the chance. Even though, I don't know, maybe we'll see. Part, uh, part of me think, well, I'd say. I'd say we might see. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe our boy comes up. Maybe the Bears quarterback comes up. Forgot his name for a second. Why is he our boy? Why is Justin Fields I don't th- our boy? I don't know if he is our boy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Justin Field makes a push. Um, yeah. Well, I, I can see both ways because I was gonna say that Sam Howell has played a lot less games than Daniel Jones. So in theory, yeah. maybe he'll get more used used to mm-hmm. the NFL, getting the ball out quick. And yeah. Despite having not a good O line, he'll get the ball out quick, mm-hmm. move around, maybe not get sacked quite as much as he gets more used to the league. But then Daniel Jones, twenty two sacks, but 
Eleven of 11 those came in. Yeah. Eleven of those came in just one game. So yeah. really, it gives he, a boost. he wasn't doing horrible in terms of, in that department. Before yeah, but that. that'll boost your numbers. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> but but it doesn't take very many more games like that for him to get the record. <laughs> yeah, but, no, he needs a few chunks. But if you look at that as an outlier, maybe he'll be all right. And he, yeah, <laughs> meanwhile, Sam Howell needs to get sacked four times a game to keep it up and break yeah. the record, which does not sound crazy. No, Sam Howell is the pace that Sam Howell is at. If he gets sacked. Four times per game for the rest of the year, he'll have the NFL record for most sacks in a season. Which is is not that crazy to be sacked four times. No, that's four times is the least amount he's been sacked in a game yeah, all some, year. Some teams would pray for that. <laughs> Sam Howell would pray for that. that that's Sam Howell's best, uh, like least amount of sack game this year. Yeah, I bet Sam Howell would pray to look forward to seventy two. Yeah, yeah, not seventy two for the four four game. Yeah, if he was <laughs> if he was going into a game knowing he's only going to get sacked four times, he'd be like, oh, this is a light one. <laughs> Which is wild, but to me, though, I would say I hope our DCA gets to keep it because it just feels like a badge of honor at this point. You know, yeah, you, you gotta let them have it. You gotta let them have it for sure. Um, you want to talk about a conspiracy theory going on in the NFL right now about one of these last games? Sure. Let me throw it at you. Let me paint the picture. Taylor Swift back watching. I know we hate. I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> wow. I'm going to turn to the very thing we hate right now. Taylor Swift. Back watching the Chiefs versus Jets. A lot of fans on Twitter, on the media, are saying that there were phantom calls, calls that weren't called to put the Chiefs over, and so Taylor Swift wouldn't have to watch her new boyfriend lose. Which there were some that looked crazy to me. There's two that are being focused on. The Sauce Gardner holding call, thrown after the interception, and the non-holding call by the Chiefs offensive line. That was blatant and what should have been thrown 100%. I want to. What do you think? Do you think that there's no way they uh, something was sprinkled in there to make sure the Chiefs won this game? It was just bad refs that game. Well, I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, some Taylor Swift conspiracy yeah. theory to win for Taylor Swift or anything like that. But I think, you, like over over the last couple of years, anybody that's been watching football closely and has been watching a lot of Chiefs games, mm-hmm. like it to say that referees in the league tend to favor the Chiefs slightly more than other teams is not an outrageous thing to no, say. No, it's not crazy. So I don't know about like a deep conspiracy where they got together and were like, okay, we're going to make sure they win this primetime game. Yeah. We can't let them lose to Zach Wilson. But like, yeah, that one no call on the offensive holding, like what should have been mm-hmm. offensive holding with the Chiefs lineman grabbing, uh, grabbing the Jets player definitely should have been called. Mm-hmm. And there's like a couple other that looked suspicious, but I don't know that's some elaborate yeah. thing. But I do think that by and large the NFL does kind of Yeah. It seems like the Chiefs mm-hmm. maybe get more calls than some other teams. Like I, I mean it, yeah. it, it's just how it is, is that the like the Raiders historically mm-hmm. have always for one, committed a lot of penalties, genuinely, <laughs> but also have just always... Been on the bad side of things. Yeah, have been on the bad side of some some bad calls, and they're more likely to get certain things mm-hmm. like... The index that are call. A little ticky. Yeah. Well, I just mean things that are a little ticky-tack. They're yeah, more yeah, likely yeah. to get... I get you. Whether you attribute that to like... Like in the Raiders instance, maybe it's because uh, the NFL's had a beef with the Raiders ever since Al Davis sued them, mm-hmm. or like... There's different things, but like... I mean, there's a human element to the NFL and the referees. Exactly, yeah. And I would say we've talked about the holding call or the holding call in the offensive line or the non-holding call. But the one of Sauce Gardner, I can go both ways on it because I can say, okay, yeah, maybe he did hold him. It's fine. Where people get stressed out about the call is that it was thrown after the interception, which I don't think it, 
is a big conspiracy theory. I think just the ref just threw it late for some reason. I think the ref saw it was probably should have thrown it earlier to not give us all this hope from the interception, but I don't know. It's just weird timing. Like I just get the flag out sooner. Then the only thing we can say for sure is that the NFL is conspiring against Sam Howell. They didn't want to see a Sam Howell money drive in overtime, and that's, that's why they said Scary Terry's foot was out. It's true, and if you step on a man's arm, and if you look at the in? if you look at the footage and it looks like his foot might be out, then it, then the footage has been doctored. You have to realize there's, there's, there's no- AI and stuff now. This could be easily changed. Don't believe anything you see on TV. <laughs> The Commanders versus the Eagles game, which was a really great game and mm-hmm. came down to it in the end, came down to literally like a, yeah. <laughs> literally a millimeter, a centimeter came yeah. down to with uh, with that Scary Terry call. But I do disagree with the Commanders, which obviously hindsight is twenty twenty, so it's mm-hmm. easy to be like, Oh, I disagree with that. They should have done this differently looking back. Mm-hmm. But even in the moment, I was thinking I would have gone for it uh, when the commanders decided to just kick the field goal and go to overtime against the Eagles. Yeah. I think the general rule of thumb is if you feel like you're for sure the better team, just by and large, then you want to go to overtime and you're confident you'll win it in overtime. If you're the underdog heading into that team and things have been going right for you within the last couple minutes you feel like you have the momentum you just had a great touchdown drive everything's going right for you you came into this game as an underdog they're potentially the better team that you're going against Mm -hmm. i think you try to end it with a two-point conversion because that's the way i look at it is usually if you're the maybe not better team but you have momentum on your side i think you always go for two i think so i totally agree with you i think at the end of the day when you look back at the game you're just gonna see a loss so might as well go for that two-point conversion and win the game like you said you have that momentum your team pushed made this massive comeback just try to end it you don't you don't want to have to give the ball back to the eagles and give them a chance also like this play, you know, who's playing the better ball right now? You guys came, made this comeback. You guys got these yards. Let's just see what it comes down to one play. Especially after Sam had a great game, great yeah. second half. I think, like, for a young quarterback, you, like, you want to show him, like, hey, we believe in you. You're, like, yeah. th- that. that's the ultimate sign of, like, we're putting our trust in you is, like, hey, game on the line. We want to see you get this two-point conversion because we think you can do it and you're driving yeah. right now. I totally agree. Same how money drives. And I think the last thing you want to do in that situation is pull your whole team off after the field goal and be like, okay, now wait. Even though uh, overtime rules are better now, I'd be like, now watch the kickoff. Now watch their team get it and then go back out there. I think you're on this drive. Try to finish it. Go, go finish it. If you don't, that sucks. But at least no one can hate on you for at least attempting to win the game. No one's going to hate on you for having you know, to try to fight and get that last push. Or some now, like uh, me. Or, well, I think or people will hate on you no matter what. Yeah, I, I agree. But I'd rather be hated on for going for something than being called or whatever you call a coward or something after and going into overtime. I would have gone for it 100%. And I probably would have made it. Khalil Mack's a good football player. That's all we have to say about the Raiders game. Move on. <laughs> Khalil Mack is a very good they football say, player. They say uh, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say a thing at all. And so I we'll just leave leave them alone for this week. Talk about the Raiders game. Okay, Khalil Mack's a good football player. Yeah. Yep, move on. <laughs> well, then let's talk about some of the games coming up, shall we? <laughs> let's talk about – I got three games I want to talk about. Uh, let's start with 
the Cowboys versus 49ers, probably one of the I knew it. As soon as I put then you looked at it, I was like, someone, someone's gonna grab it. Somewhat. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Cowboys versus 49ers. Um, a historic matchup. They are 19, 19, and one versus each other. Uh for some reason, then uh, Shannon came out and said that this is the game we have to prove ourselves against. I was like, weird to say that about the Cowboys. I wouldn't give them that much uh, firepower when you're about to play them. But I guess, I mean, the, the Cowboys have been I mean, playing the, good. The Cowboys, regardless of how good they are, will always be a team that teams want to beat, I think. Yeah. Just, just because of, like, being an iconic franchise, popular yeah. franchise, big fan base, big market. I think they're just always a team that. I agree. Feels good, especially with the the Niners and the Cowboys do have a rivalry. Yeah, it's like a, a very historic matchup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I I think it'll be I think it'll be a good game. I'm gonna say the Niners still pull it out though. I think the Niners beat the Cowboys just because I don't know. I'm a Giants fan. I just I think sometimes I'm just a Cowboy hater, and I they can be good. I still won't believe in them until I see them beat a team like the Niners. So until I see it, then I still won't believe in them. So I'm gonna say Niners. I'll go. 34-28. I think it'll be a good scoring game. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, this is a, a really good good matchup. I am definitely I'm definitely going to take the 49ers for a couple reasons. One is that uh, by default, I'm a Dak doubter until he proves me wrong. I just tend to lean towards doubting Dak. I think the 49ers defense is really elite, and they're going to bring it. They're going to force Dak to try to force some things mm-hmm. that he maybe shouldn't force, maybe make him pay for it. I also think that Christian, Christian McCaffrey is coming into this game with already seven touchdowns this year, 600 yards all purpose. Like Christian McCaffrey is potentially the best player in the NFL right now. MVP candidate for sure. He's playing, he's playing absolutely out of this league. And between that and Kyle Shanahan always being a genius – I think the 49ers defense is going to show up. I think they're going to keep Dak and the Cowboys offense under control. And if the script NFL scriptwriters were real, it would be uh, insane to see maybe Dak have to go to the sideline and Trey Lance jog out, play his former team. I forgot about that whole aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Trey Lance yeah, will if, be if there. If Dak gets hurt. Trey Lance is in. No, no, he's not. Oh, no, no he's not. Coop, Cooper rushes in. Oh, Cooper yeah, Rush yeah, is still Cooper there. Dang it. In. Okay. We got two guys to go down. Before we <laughs> if, 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 two guys, if two guys go down, then uh, Trey Lance looks around yeah. and goes, wait, what? Another one went down? And then goes in. <laughs> and then he goes in, and then we get a little historic moment. He goes, coach, what? <laughs> yeah, if Shannon walks up to him, and goes, uh, not Shannon. <laughs> yeah, if they come up to him. I mean, if you see Dad go down, maybe just for the storyline, be like, hey, Cooper, sit out this game. We're going to throw, throw Trey in there just for the – just for the memories. No, if moment. I'm if I'm the Cowboys and I'm winning it, like I put if if we need to kneel it to win, like I'm Trey, I'm it? sending Trey in to do the little last victory yeah. formation. I think. Yeah, that would, <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. How disrespectful! Like too. what? <laughs> <laughs> Trey Lance shows out in the field. What? <laughs> Who would be more confused, the Niners, the fans, or Trey? <laughs> Trey probably is disrespectful. It's like, why are you putting me in the middle? <laughs> yeah, of this? <laughs> don't don't use. Like me. I don't care. <laughs> See, I like the I like these yeah, guys. Those are my fr- I played with these guys. They're my boys. <laughs> I'm gonna shake their hands after the game. Um, another game that I uh, also if they put Trey in there and he, he it's a fake meal and he throws a bomb. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> if you're Trey, do you do it? <laughs> they say fake meal, like brother, I hate me forever. Uh, another game that I think I think people are sleeping in this next matchup. 
Eagles versus Rams, I think, will be better than some people think. I still think the Eagles are the better team, but the Rams are getting Cooper Cup back. They already have they're already doing amazing. If they can keep Matt Stafford on his feet and their defense can play somewhat okay, then they I think they have a chance in this game, and I think the Rams could upset them. I, I really think the Rams could upset them. I, th- I think the Rams are better than most people think. And I would say for this prediction, I'm gonna go 24-21 Rams. I think the Rams pull it off. That's my uh, hot prediction of the week, boys and girls. You think the Rams beat the Eagles? I think the Rams are going to pull it off and beat the Eagles. 24-21. Because why? I think, and think, I think... <laughs> you think adding Cooper Cup is makes them that much better? I think so. I really think so. I think Cooper Cup... And the Eagles defense hasn't played that well this year. Okay, don't hate me for saying that, Eagles fans. But I think they, uh, Cooper Cup comes in. I think they win by a field goal. I think they do great. I'll say Cooper Cup, player of the week, too. Comes back, has a great game. I'll say... Over 100 yards, Cooper Cup. I'm still taking the Eagles to win that one. I I don't think the Rams are as bad as some people are, have indicated that they think mm. they are. I think the Rams are actually like a pretty solid team. Mm. Uh, that being said, I, I'm just really big on the Eagles. I think that I'm really big on Jalen Hurts, really big on that whole receiving core with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Uh, I think their offense is really great. And, yeah, their defense hasn't been as great as some people, as, as I think a lot of us expected it to be. But I I think they're still finding their groove and are going to step it up. I, I'd i expect the Eagles to win this one, uh, which I want to talk about. I have seen some people saying, because the, the Eagles are one of only two teams that are still undefeated. Uh-huh. They're one of only two 4-0 teams. And I've seen some allegations that their schedule has not been that tough. Mm. Their wins have come against the Patriots, the Vikings, the Buccaneers, and the Commanders. And of those, um, three of those four have all been one possession games. Yeah. Uh, with the last week's one against the Commanders going to overtime. Going to overtime yeah. So I want to get your thoughts on, do you think, because people are pointing fingers saying like, are the Eagles, like, have they really been tested yet? How good are they really? They're undefeated, but they haven't played great opponents. But personally, I feel like we've had this conversation before last year about mm. how great was the how great are the Eagles. They've played easy teams, and then they still were really good. Yeah. And they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I tend to think, well, for one, you can only beat, beat the – uh, beat the teams that you play. You mm-hmm. can only do so much. But how much do you think that their success is just them having a weak schedule? I mean, I would agree that the teams they've played haven't been like the top of the league. But they're still, it's still the NFL. They're even though they're not beating them bad, they're still beating these teams and stringing the wins together. Which at the end of the season, that's all that matters. And that's all that mattered last season too, when they did the same thing. When people came out and said they're playing bad teams, playing bad teams, but then they made it all the way to the Super Bowl and fought with the Chiefs. You know, these, like, a, a win is a win at the end of the year, and we're not going to look back and be like, oh, they beat bombs, but they made the Super Bowl. I also don't, like, that's something that I've seen people. Yeah, I don't think the commanders seen, are bombs. Well, so I, I I've seen people teams. saying this on Twitter, but I don't think these are really that bad of teams. Like, Patriots are, I think the Patriots are, like, they're. I think the Patriots are. I, I think the Patriots are better than their record. Yeah. I'll say that. I think the Vikings. Those might be bombs. I don't know. I don't, I'm a Viking hater now. Vikings are. I, I go back and forth because the Vikings yeah. have the potential to be a lot better than they are. But oh they yeah. Keep not doing good, so yeah. it's hard to keep saying that they're good. 
Buccaneers are three and one, and then Commanders. I, I mean, Commanders are two and two after losing that game. And the only team good. I would say is bad is the Vikings in that. I think the other other teams are good, and they just beat good football teams. Like I don't, I don't think they're playing trash, garbage teams. You know, they're not playing. The Bears. Yeah, I mean, the Patriots looked pretty awful this week, getting blown yeah. out by the Cowboys. But, but prior to that, there's been times where they've looked all right. So I don't. It's yeah. I wouldn't write off to see they're playing bombs. I think just they're gonna keep winning, and at some point we're gonna be like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just they'll play Rams, then Jets, Eagles. I mean, they they will get put to the test this year, though. They play the yeah. They play the Dolphins. They play the Chiefs. They yeah, we'll play the it. Bills. They play some really good AFC teams. Also, pretty sure I said they play the Eagles, which they don't. I know. I just I was because they are. The I, yeah, they are. The Eagles. They so they, they play do, them. They play, at, they play them week. like every yeah. day almost. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't be wrong in saying that. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you're your you know you're playing your you are your toughest opponent. You're your toughest opponent. Yeah. All you can do is beat yourself. Well, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, we're gonna see them play uh, these great teams later on the season. So we'll just, you know, we'll see then, but I think they're beating good teams. Now. I think they're, I think they'll be fine. They're still a good team football team. Yeah. And it bums me out to see how much kind of doubt or not even really hate, but just people, people are kind of doubtful of Jalen hurts, which I don't really understand too much. I, I mean, I think he is maybe on paper statistically, he's not putting up numbers like Patrick Mahomes, like mm-hmm. Josh Allen, like Tua, or like a lot of these guys that have really great numbers on paper. But I think Jalen Hurts is, for one, a great leader, but he also just finds ways to win games, whether yeah. that's by feet, his throws, whatever it is. Um, I think their offense is really good regardless, and I think that he works really well within that offense. I agree. Even if he's not putting up big, big numbies, mm-hmm. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I'll say this: God bless that the is Josh Allen trash uh, talks are over now that man has one bad week and then we all hate him and now we're back. So yeah, the, <laughs> maybe, maybe we Josh Allen truthers to the day we die. Really, really <laughs> quick, people are like, "Oh yeah, Josh Allen MVP favorite." Okay, man. <laughs> yeah, he is. But but where were you before that? Yeah, we were. Where were you when we were in the trenches? Yeah, since week one. When when we were in the trenches, saying he's just like Pat Mahomes. <laughs> we're going. He's one B or one A. <laughs> Uh, weird how fast people turn because now look at Joe Burrow. What ha- what's happened to the Bengals? They're they're a bad team now too. They can't they can't get right. You got uh you got Jamar. I can't even say what he said on here. <laughs> I'm open. I'm always open. <laughs> I, I just bleep it out. But uh, like it's hard. It's it's a hard league out there. And just because you're a good team one year doesn't mean you'll be a good team the next year. And look at the Eagles undefeated. So they're still bringing it together. They're gonna keep bringing it together. Now let's talk about yeah. On as it is now, the NFC Championship would be the same thing it was last year rematch. Mm-hmm. Hey, and God bless that AFC Championship would not be. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it. <laughs> My heart. <laughs> now let's talk about the Thursday night game: Commanders versus Bears. Justin Fields coming off a four touchdown game had a great game. Right, you got to silence some of the haters. Uh, the commanders and somehow coming off of a great game versus the Eagles, sadly losing in overtime. I mean, th- this might be a good game, this might be better than people thought. I, if you asked me, you know, a week ago, I'd been like, Oh, the commanders are gonna blow out the Bears probably, but now the seeing that Justin Fields has it in him to throw four touchdowns, yeah, I think it's gonna be a better game than I thought initially. I still will put the commanders ahead though. I'll say this one's a lower scoring game. I'm gonna go 10 14 final score, commanders. Wow, that is a really low scoring. Yeah, bang, gonna put it in. 
Um, I would say the Commanders uh, make the Bears look Silly. like the worst team in the NFL, which maybe they are. Uh, <laughs> I think that the Commanders are a much better team than a lot of people expected them to be coming into this year. Yeah, Not better than I expected them to be, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I, I've, I've, been, I've been speaking that Sam Held truth. <laughs> I've, I've been a Sam Held truther since day one. Oh, y'all forget, man. Commanders have a good pass rush that they'll bring. Freak out Justin Fields. Probably scramble for a good amount of yards, but he's not throwing dotties. He's not throwing dots. So I think that Commander's defense is going to pretty much keep Justin Fields under control. I think that the Commander's offense, Sam Howell's really finding his stride. We saw it at the end of uh, last week's game against the Eagles against a much better opponent and a much better defense than the Bears have. And he was able to put together some money drives late in the game. Looked comfortable, looked like he knew what he was doing, looked like a commander, looked like Sam the commander. I think they're going to take command against the Bears. Cook them. Cook them. That was clean. You kept going. <laughs> you were cooking.